Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here. Welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about uh, leadership lessons from SIS Australia. Now, I absolutely, absolutely love this show. Uh, this is a, a show in Australia. I think it was filmed in New Zealand where there's a group of celebrities that are being put through an absolutely grueling SIS selection course by four special forces uh, commanders uh, and a lead commander that uh, he's, <laughs> they pull absolutely no punches. And I think we're up to, I think there's been 10 episodes so far and it's been absolutely phenomenal. But there are many, many lessons that come out of this that I think we can take out and apply to our leadership but also to our sales teams. Uh, and the more I watch it, the more I recognize that there's such a parallel between what we do and what these are, these guys are going through from a from a grueling uh, pressure perspective, but also being tested beyond their physical limits, and for some of them, also beyond their mental limits as well. And what they're learning is these guys have come from, and in some cases, fairly privileged backgrounds. I mean, these are celebrities, so uh, you've got actors, you've got comedians, you've got sports people, you've got a former Miss Australia, and all of them have been put into a, a situation where they had to really find out what they're about, uh, and these guys who are running the program don't even refer to them as their names. They've each been given a number uh, and to make it really even. So they don't care who, who they are, where they come from, how many Instagram followers they've got, how popular they are on social media, etc. It's all about how mentally and physically tough are they to be able to get through what is considered by many people one of the toughest, if not the toughest, program on the face of the earth going through uh, SAS training. Now, what these guys were saying is often people fall out really, really early in the piece. And I think the statistics they shared last night was about of 300 people that started the course, there might have been one or two that actually got through the whole course and passed the course. It's that tough. And these guys typically go through it are military-type people, uh, soldiers, people you would think uh, have been trained, have been drilled, physically strong, mentally strong, and even, even they find it really, really challenging, really tough. But it's been really interesting to watch the group of celebrities because you've seen how each of them have been able to deal with certain challenges over the last, uh, say, six, five weeks, I think it's been on the, on the telly, um, and to see a different side of a lot of these people. And a lot of them are what you consider to be uh, like physically fit. A lot of the athletes uh, that you see, albeit they're in different sports, uh, seem to be really, really fit. But some of the challenges they've been going through, uh, it also is breaking those guys down to the point where they're, they're finding their their absolute limits and working out what it's like to go across, not just out of a comfort zone, but through what I would describe as a terror barrier and really facing some of the some of the inner demons that they've perhaps not faced up until now, but really being forced to jump out of that massive comfort zone and jump through the terror barrier and find out what they're really made of. And it's a really, really intriguing show and it's just fully engrossing. I just absolutely love it. And there's, every time I watch it, there's another lesson that comes out of this and I just wanted to reflect on this today and share some of the lessons that I've got out of it and interestingly each each show is themed and it's uh hey it just so it just coincides with the lessons that I've got out of it as well so um, I just want to run through some of these really quickly and if you've not seen it uh, if you're in Australia do yourself a favor and plug into it you can get it on 7 plus if you haven't watched it live 
Uh, but it's a phenomenal show. There's so many lessons in there that you can take away for your own leadership, uh, but also for your team. And whether it's a whether it's a sales team, whether it's a normal team, hey, whether you're even working with a sports team, uh, there's some fantastic lessons there you can take away and implement and uh, bring your team closer together and hopefully move towards the objectives that you're trying to hit uh, in in this year and beyond. So here are 10 lessons that's come out of the show, which uh, I think is really, really apt. Lesson number one was all about character. Now, from day one, they removed the guys' names, didn't refer to them as their names. In fact, they gave each uh, each participant, each celebrity, a number. So they're now referred to as number nine, number 10, number 11, etc. So from the, from the outset, it was all a test of character. They, to begin with, they had to uh, jump out of a helicopter backwards into into water. So it was a test of whether they were able to do that. They had the mental strength. But it was interesting to see there was only there was a couple that actually didn't last the full day. So there was a couple that left the full day. And when they were interviewing them, they were uh, they were talking about oh I'm, I'm never I'm never quitting and qu- quitting's not an option. And yet two of them pretty much left on the first episode. So the, it was all about the test of character. What were they prepared to do? Were they prepared to get out of their comfort zone and do what they're instructed and not question it? And and one of the one of the key things that came out of this one was I remember there's a um, there's a lady called Sabrina Fredericks and she's an AFLW player and uh, she's phenomenal. She's still in the program and I reckon she'll go close to uh, staying there at the end as well. So one of the one of the things they had to do was they had to pick a partner and they had to do a, a, a boxing. So it's probably only boxing for about thirty seconds or so. And what the instructors were doing first of all is they were picking two people to go go head to head. So they were trying to pick like-minded or like like physically people. Anyway, they um they picked Sabrina, and Sabrina was asked then, okay, now I want you to pick somebody. Now people were thinking, oh, she's going to pick a woman, but she actually picked the biggest bloke. And the bloke she picked was uh was Nick Cummings, who's obviously known as the honey badger for those of you who follow rugby here in Australia. And uh, they were asked to go hammer and tongs in terms of boxing. And the honey badger didn't hold back, and he clipped her really, really heavily on uh, on the face. They're wearing headgear and stuff like that, but it was a true test of character. And it was would have been easy for Sabrina to pick somebody who was uh, smaller than her, but she picked somebody who she believed was of equal to her in terms of stature because she's a big lady. Um, but it was just a te- it was just it said so much about her character from day one, and it certainly impressed the instructors in terms of a female picking a bloke, not just a bloke, but almost like the alpha male of the entire group to go head to head. Now, she stood she stood her ground and she did well. And um, hey, she, she's, she got a huge amount of respect out of that. Lesson number two is all about fear, all about facing your fears and going again beyond your comfort zone. Now, for many people, they've got a fear of heights. And for us in sales, it may be a fear of you know getting on the phone, fear of reaching out to people, Fear of uh, fear of rejection, for example, but whatever it is, uh, it's it's really important to not only look at the fear, face the fear, but then take decisive action to either don't do anything about it, which some people didn't, or uh, step forward and do it in spite of the fear. And so it was a real test of people's, uh, I guess, resilience, but also preparedness to jump outside of the comfort zone and despite what they were feeling, to do something anyway. And that's what the test was to to see whether you could deal with. Uh, something that's really fearful, something you've never potentially done before, but thinking about what the possible consequences were going to be, but doing it anyway, knowing that uh, you had the instructors there to help you, but it, it meant that you had a, a, a conversation you had to have with yourself and therefore take action out of that conversation. So uh, the fear was the second lesson. Third lesson was all about mindset, and this is where the instructors were teaching the recruits all about clearness of mind, clarity, and having mindset and taking control of the mind, particularly when you're in exhausting situations or 
you're under under enemy fire as they as they describe it. And so what they what they were put through was an exhausting trial, and they were physically fatigued. And then they were put through a drill to see how clear they could be, what their mindset was like. Could they make quick decisions? Could they make decisions with clarity in the heat of the moment based on being completely exhausted? And did they have the true grit that they were needed? So it was a phenomenal lesson in terms of mindset and being really in control of what we're thinking, but also the actions we take based on what our thoughts are, irrespective of how physically we're feeling. And what was really intriguing to see some of the recruits making decisions that you would think, oh, they, would, they wouldn't do that or they wouldn't get through that. But they really surprised you in terms of they were physically they were physically spent, and yet they still had the clarity, the, the presence of mind to make to make clear clear decisions, which demonstrated just the power of their own mindset. Uh, the next lesson was all about teamwork, and this is where they had to work together in freezing temperatures in the water, and they were having to work as a team to get through some grueling activities that they couldn't do individually. They had to rely on other people which means they had to form a team. And, and yes, to use a cliche, it's the teamwork that makes a dream work, but they really realized that irrespective of the individuals and the characters in the background, they really had to come together and work together in order to get the task done. Otherwise, they would have failed the task. The most, uh, the most intriguing one for me has been so far the lesson on resilience and just testing, uh, just thinking whether these guys have thought, had thought that, you know what, we'd face some really challenging uh, challenging challenges up until now but one of the one of the things they had to do is they had to be in the freezing cold water uh, submerged in crashing cold surf uh, for I think it was 20 to 30 minutes and this is where hypothermia really comes into it but they they had to get past their physical thresholds and again build that mindset and build that resilience to get through as a team that particular activity so it was a really a test of their mental fortitude in terms of could they face a physical challenge could they ignore the pain that physically they're in and could they actually continue to move forward and so despite the circumstances despite what was happening despite the challenges they had to push through because as the SAS guy said hey in a in a war-torn area you don't have a choice you've got to be resilient or you die and it's as simple as that now this is pretty dramatic I know because it's a TV show but this looks as real as it can get because what I've also realized is this this show is not scripted. It's not like they're doing multiple takes. They are doing an exercise and the cameras are there to follow what exactly happens. So the next, the next lesson is all about focus and really, uh, really having to focus in your attention. Also building on the previous ones in terms of teamwork, mindset, resilience, but really testing the recruit's uh, propensity to focus on a task despite the challenges, despite the pain, despite what, it, what amounts to a really difficult challenge. And in this one, they were dropped from a helicopter with uh, 20 kilogram backpacks into, into a lake. They then had to swim to the side of the lake, and then they had to sprint up a hill uh, to the top of the mountain, and it was a few kilometers up, up the hill. So it was about, could they focus on the task? Could they focus on the instructions, and could they get it done? Now, think about what we do on a daily basis. How focused are we? Now, I know many people who are in the sales industry who are laser focused to the point where everything outside of what they want to do today is is inconsequential and it's almost like oblivious to them. They are laser focused. And then there are others who literally suffer from that shiny thing syndrome where, hey, the next shiny thing that comes in, well, I'm going to go and focus on that, which means they're not laser focused on anything, which means they don't get the results they potentially could because of that lack of focus. So lesson number seven was all about pressure. And this is about how can, how can these guys handle pressure? When they're under pressure of a combat situation, you can take the parallel here. You're under a pressure of time. You're under pressure of uh, pressure of expectations from your business, from your sales manager, or from your customer. 
How can you make really quick decisions, but decisions based on clarity, and then get into a position where you're making the right decision? What was really interesting is this particular one, they had to go and rescue a hostage, and they only had a couple of minutes to look at a photograph of a hostage that had, to, that had a, a red cap on, and they also had a beard. And so they were then thrown into an area where they had to go through some tunnels or some, or some corridors and then find where the hostage was being, being held. Now, there were two assailants there, and one of them had a red cap on. Now, it was interesting to see, could these guys make uh, decisions under pressure based on the information they had, and could they recall that in the moment of truth to make the right decision? And I think out of all, the, all of the uh, recruits, there was only one or two that actually made the right decision. Most of them focused on the red cap, and then they, when they saw the red cap, they didn't shoot the red cap. But the red cap was one of the assailants. The person who was held hostage, who had the beard, did not have the cap on, and many of them shot the hostage. So it was a really interesting thing. How could they handle decisions? How could they make decisions under pressure? The, the next one was all about strength. What sort of strength? Um, physical, but also mental strength. How could they make decisions under fatigue? How could they push through their, their physical boundaries and continue to go and finish the mission within a period of time? And it was all about mental and physical strength. Uh, and what's really interesting is a lot of the guys who you wouldn't ordinarily think, oh, they don't look physically strong, uh, they're the ones that actually got through. And sometimes the ones that, that appear to be physically strong, like the athletes, uh, who you think, you know what, they would go through this pretty easily are the ones that really struggled. So it was just it was just interesting to see that there are sometimes we, we can judge people by how they appear, uh, but there's a lot of people who have a lot of inner strength that uh, when they're faced with challenges, that inner strength really comes out and comes to, the, comes to the surface. And there's a couple in particular that I've been really impressed with in relation to this and people who you wouldn't ordinarily, ordinarily think as being you know made for this type of program, but also you wouldn't think they have the intestinal fortitude to actually get through some of the grueling things they've got through. So there's been some huge lessons here. The last two uh, was trust and determination. So trust was all about um, could they trust their their teammates? And I would never do this, but there was a um, a backward fall, like a reverse bungee, if you like. But they were on a on a rope, and the person at the bottom of the rope had their had the responsibility to apply a break before the person plunging backwards. Uh, hit the ground and this was a full amount of trust that you had to have trust in the other person because literally your life was in their hands and it was just phenomenal to see how everybody faced their fears again because some people had horrendous fears of height I mean horrendous they were shaking but they still did it uh, and it was amazing to see them again breaking through the, the terror barrier and the last one last night was which just wrapped up was determination and, and I really I really like this one and there was there was a couple that ended up, ended up leaving but determination through through snow and some of the things they had to do was just unbelievable one of them was they had to trek through snow 10 kilometers up a mountain pulling a sled that weighed about 60 kilograms so not only was it a test of physical endurance but it was a test of mental endurance as well going going beyond what you thought was possible and still reaching the objective and look everybody did it um, not all of them did it in the time that they were expected to do it and uh, but and then there was some people that left as a result of that. But the biggest lesson I got out of that was everybody who was left completed the task, completed the mission. And it was it was overcoming their own mental and physical barriers that enabled them to do that, which is which is where the key lesson was. So there it is so far. The 10 lessons are character, fear, mindset, teamwork, resilience, focus, pressure, strength, trust, and determination. Now, how does this all apply to us as sales leaders and our sales teams? Well, you know what? Every single day we're facing one or many of these particular challenges and, and lessons. And we're being tested every single day. We're being tested by customers. We're being tested by our sales managers. We're being tested by our directors. And certainly we're being, we're being tested by our people. 
So it's what we do in those situations. How do we respond to challenges? Do we suck it up and get on with it anyway? Or do we give up? Now, this is the biggest lesson I've got out of this program, and it's so apt for what we do. You know what? A lot of people are talk. There was a couple of people early on in this program that were talking about, oh, quitting's not an option. I'm never quitting. And all, all of a sudden, they quit on the first day or the, or the second day. So it's, it's not the words you say, it's the actions that you demonstrate. So words potentially are cheap. So the challenge for you as a sales leader and for your team and also for me as well, is your words matching your actions or are you going to let your actions speak louder than your words that you speak? That's the key lesson added today because there's so much we can talk about, there's so much we can say, but it's only when we do things do we actually back up what we say or we do something in complete contradiction to what we say. And of course, if you'd like some help in the action side of taking your sales leadership to the exceptional level and in the process helping your team drive those sustainable results, let's have a conversation about what that might look like. Uh, and I promise I won't take you through an SAS course. Uh, go Jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits and I'll give you a call and we'll talk about what that program looks like. So the key action out of today is go out and do what you say you're going to do or at least let your actions speak on behalf of you. And if you're going to say something, make sure that it's consistent with the actions that you take. And I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.